Everybody, this is a Sunday night service with Pastor KJ52. I hope you guys are having a great Sunday. I just wanted to uh, take a moment to do this. This has been something I'm doing for the last couple weeks, and um, this is a study that I've been going through in my life group uh, with the life of David. And so today we are going to look at the story of 1 Samuel chapter 23, verse 16, uh, where it talks about how Jonathan helped David find strength in the Lord. And so today, if you are struggling, today if you are going through something, today if you feel like you're at rock bottom, this message is for you. Um, and even if you're not, if things are going great for you, then you know what? This should be an encouragement and a challenge uh, for you to speak life into somebody uh, because we are all usually going in, into something or coming out of something. Um, and so I just wanted to go ahead and uh, break that down for y'all. If you have a prayer request or prayer need or even a comment or a question, feel free to drop it below. Uh, I'd love to check that out when I get to the very end there. So big shout out to everybody. This is also going out to all my other social media platforms. So wherever you're tuning in here, I just want to let you know that I love you and I'm praying for you and I'm believing God for big things in your life. So you can tune in on this uh, just about every Sunday night. If you didn't get to go to church, here you go. So um, broadcasting live from my mama's backyard. <laughs> anyway, here's the deal. So uh, if you know anything about the story of David, um, if you've looked at any of his life, um, the Bible calls him a man after God's own heart. But David was incredibly, uh, as much as he is passionate about who God was, he wrote the Psalms. Um, David was, was a very flawed man too. And there were times where he hit rock bottom, where his life was a struggle, where he was going through issues, where he felt like nothing made sense. And um, this is kind of what we want to look at uh, so here's the deal. In uh, 1 Samuel chapter 23, a little bit of the backstory is that David starts off as a shepherd boy. Um, he was the runt, so to speak, of the litter. He was the youngest brother. Uh, he had multiple older brothers who really didn't seem to like him very much. And um, I did a little bit of a deep dive on this. Some people believe that David might have been from like an Ill illegitimate marriage or David might have been from another um, relationship. We don't really know. We just know that his older brothers didn't want him around. And usually in Jewish culture, that meant because they didn't want him to be part of the inheritance. So that should be an encouragement for you today. If your background and your family situation was never great growing up, if you felt like the outcast, um, God can do great things with you. Because that's where Samuel shows up. If you don't know who Samuel is, he was a prophet. And he had anointed Saul as king of Israel. But God was like, nah, Saul, you're done. And uh, so God goes and directs Samuel. He finds this guy, David, who's literally out in the fields. He's not even with the family. And I have to believe that the time spent uh, out in those fields was for a purpose. Uh, David was out there tending the sheep, watching after the sheep, protecting the sheep. He was fighting the bear. He was fighting the, the, the wolf. He was fighting uh, anything that came along. And that really, really was getting him ready for what he was going to be doing. And so you might feel like you're in a wilderness situation today. Um, God has a purpose behind it if you're willing to trust him. And so we find part of David's story is the next thing you know, he goes to drop some food off uh, for his brothers at the battle lines. And nobody wants to go fight Goliath. Every day Goliath walks out, pounds his chest, points at people. Are you not entertained? You know, and um, nobody comes out. David's just like, let me at him. Let's go. You can catch these hands, Goliath. Actually, specifically, just this one in there. Just, just look in that in the in the pantry. Just putting the trash can outside. This is called live, live TV. Anyway, <laughs> I was talking to my son. Um, long story short, uh, David goes, and uh, 
he's basically like, you can catch these hands, aka you can catch this slingshot. David snags five smooth stones. And as they say, never bring a knife to a gunfight. Um, David's got a gun, so to speak. And he pulls up, slings that swing shot, nails Goliath in the head. Goliath is done. God does a big victory through him. So you got to think of it at this point, David's riding high. Well, Saul puts him in his army. Saul at this point starting to mentally deteriorate. Um, and uh, David's going out and he's just winning victories. And David had the number one TikTok hit. Uh, it was called Saul Slain, Slain His Thousands, David His Ten Thousands. Uh, David's getting more popular, especially with the ladies. And we find out um, essentially that Saul gets jealous and he tries to kill him. So I'm just giving you a little backstory leading up to this story. Now you got to keep in mind, David was promised the kingdom. He was promised to be the king. He was promised uh, this promise by God. But it's kind of interesting that as he was walking out this promise, all kinds of stuff was coming against him. And Saul tries to kill him. Um, and when he's out on the battlefield, they try to kill him. And at this point, uh, David starts to uh, think about marrying into the family and thus becoming the next king. Um, and so he does some crazy stuff to go get this girl named McCall. That falls apart. Saul's still getting more jealous every day. So he keeps trying to kill him. This thing is like a soap opera. So this is where we find the story uh, in 1 Samuel 23, verse 16. Here's what we find. We find David on the run. We find um, he is estranged from his first marriage. Uh, he's probably estranged from his family. Probably all of his brothers were like, "See, I told you, you ain't gonna get it. You're, 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 you're just, you're nothing." And he's hiding out with about 400 people. And the Saul's Saul's son, whose name was Jonathan, uh, who really was the heir to the throne, uh, him and David were super tight. And that just shows that we need, uh, we need a homie. Like we need, we all are not uh, good at being alone, right? We're not called to be lone rangers. Um, as the saying goes, um, no lone zebras. I don't know if you ever heard this term. No lone zebras basically means on the, uh, on the fields, uh, in Africa, when the lions go to hunt, what they try to find is a lone zebra because it's easier when they're separated from the herd. It's easier for them to get killed. And the enemy goes like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And he wants to devour us today. So we can't be lone zebras. We need someone like Jonathan in our life. And so this is where we find the verse. It's in 23 verse 16. Um, I'm just going to paraphrase, uh, but essentially what it says, he finds David, David's depressed, he's stressed, he's worried, he's concerned, he doesn't know what's going on, and just the simple uh, words that he speaks to him, he says, you're going to be the next king, I'm going to be your second in command, even my dad knows this, the one who's trying to kill you, and what it says is that Jonathan helped David find strength in the Lord. And so I just want to pause for a minute and just tell you that when we are hitting rock bottom, when we feel like we're in these moments where we're like, what's up, God? Where are you? Uh, you need somebody that can speak that into your life. And so if you haven't had that today, let me speak this over your life today. You can make it. God does have a purpose for you. There is a plan. Um, but what he's calling you to do and calling me to do is be willing to trust him. Be willing to trust him through every one of these situations. Be willing to trust him when things fall apart. Be willing uh, to trust him when what we're actually hoping for and... and, and um, desiring for doesn't even seem realistic anymore we need somebody to come along and speak life into us speak life and speak strength into us and uh, i also want to just pause for a second and speak to any of the fathers we have tremendous power in our in our tongue we have tremendous power in death and life in our tongue to speak life over our kids especially our sons especially our daughters that's both of them <laughs> um and so i want to challenge the dads today to uh to take 
um, negative phrasing out of your verbiage and start putting positive, God-filled words into your mouth to speak over your kids, to speak over your wife, to speak over your life when life doesn't make sense, okay? Um, there's uh, multiple Psalms where David is writing and he's basically like, he's talking to himself. He's like having this self-dialogue. He's like, why are you so downcast, oh my soul? Put your hope in God. It's like David is stepping out outside of himself and pointing at himself. He's like, dude, like stop being, stop being like this. Trust God, he's gonna get you through. And so, can I just speak that over your life today? I wanna speak that over your marriage. I wanna speak that over your relationships. I speak that over your kids, that there is hope, there is peace, there is strength, there is everything you need, plus so much more if you're willing to trust him, if you're willing to die to sin, if you're willing to die to yourself, if you're willing to take your agenda and lay it down and be willing to say, God, I put you first today, okay? So let's be like Jonathan. Let's find, you know, maybe you're like, well, I'm kind of doing pretty good, actually. All right, cool. You probably have somebody in your life right now that isn't. What if you reached out to that person? What if you reached out to your neighbor? What if you connected with that person that, you know, when you see them, they're like, how's things going? Oh, I'm, I'm pretty good. You lying. You lying. What if we took the time to speak life over them, okay? So that's really it. That's all I had to say. Today, that's your encouragement. That's your challenge. Uh, to find somebody and help them find strength in the Lord. If you're not going through, uh, if you're not making it, you're struggling right now, uh, you can make it, you will make it. I speak that over to you. I speak that over you right now. So if you got any uh, prayer requests or any questions or any comments, drop it below. Otherwise, I'm going to just go ahead and wrap this up and pray and, uh, and believe God for great things in your life, wherever you are at, whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with. Uh, I just I just want to speak that he is bigger than that. He is bigger than every bit of it. Okay? All right, let's go ahead and pray. Uh, Father, we come before you right now. We thank you for trials. We thank you for tribulations. We thank you for struggles. We thank you for all the things that draw us closer to you. We thank you for areas and issues that we fall short in because it just reminds us that you are bigger than them. You are bigger. Um, God, we don't want to be like little kids hanging on to those little silly little... Um, uh, silly little issues of sin that we won't let go. God, help us to let go. Help us to let you. Help us for you to be first. Help us to trust you when life doesn't make sense. Help us to find strength in you. Help us to be the ones like Jonathan who spoke life into his friend David. Um, and if we're feeling like David today, God, would you just send those people to, to speak into us, to strengthen us, to help us not give up, not to give in, not to feel like it's over, not to feel like it's worthless. Help us to have that sort of mindset uh, and I will trust in you. We'll trust in you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, okay, I got a couple people dropping some prayer requests on here. Let's go ahead and um, let's pray for that. Lord, I lift up these situations. I had somebody write right now about uh, praying for their family. Um, Lord, just help them. Help them to lead them to Christ. Help them to lead them to your, to your cross uh, where it is level ground. God, your cross is level ground where we can find hope and peace and strength. Um, for those that are going through it today, be their life in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, my people. I hope you're having a blessed Sunday. I love you, and uh, I know you have purpose, uh, and I hope you know that today. All right? Um, shameless plug, because I still am KJ52. I dropped a, uh, a new single on Monday. It's called No Turning Back. You can check that out. It's on all the social media. Social media. It's on all the streaming platforms. Uh, and if you ever dig anything that I'm doing here, uh, feel free to support me on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash KJ52. Uh, and you can also subscribe to this as a podcast. You can search KJ52 Podcast. 
blah, 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 blah. You get the idea. Um, yeah. I see a couple more post-ups. I want to um, just pause and pray for those. Lord, I pray for this marriage that's going through some stuff right now, uh, that you would just be the center of it. Uh, I pray for the finances of, of this gentleman. Uh, we're just needy people, God, but you said you would... You said very clearly that you would meet all our needs according to your riches in Christ Jesus. So we trust this for you. Uh, we believe you to just show up and show out like you always do. Amen. There's a dog behind me. <laughs> all right, I'm easily distractible. All right, peace, y'all. Have a blessed day.